And today my guest is me Stackleton. Um, okay, yes. So today the book we will be discussing is The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind by William Kumquamba and Brian Miller. So, Mr. Clareton, would you like to tell us what this book is about? It's about a boy who lives in a rural African village and magic surrounding him. Everybody thinks that magic is the only force in the world. And he d- turns to science and he makes a windmill. And it powers his house, and he wants it to pump water for his farm, but he only gets that after he gets noticed and everybody donates to him. Still, he gets power to his village, and eventually he gets power to a lot of his country. William Kumquamba grew up in, oh gosh, what's his name? In Wimbe, a small town in Kasungu, Malawi, a village, really. He lived in a section of the village where most of his family lived, called Masitala. He grew up with about five sisters, and they were always bugging him. In the book, he says that he never let his sisters in to clean his room, because he was afraid they wouldn't know the value of this or that little thing. Okay, I will read the blurb now. William Kamkwamba was born in Malawi, a country where magic ruled and modern science was mystery. It was also a land withered by drought and hunger, but William had read about windmills and he dreamed of building one that would bring his small village a set of luxuries that only 2% of Malawians could enjoy, electricity and running water. His neighbors called him Misala, crazy, but William refused to let go of his dreams. With a small pile of once forgotten science textbooks, some scrap metal, tractor parts, and bicycle halves, In an armory of curiosity and determination, he embarked on a daring plan to forge an unlikely contraption and small miracle that would change lives around him. The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind is a remarkable true story about human inventiveness and its power to overcome crippling adversity. So, Mr. Clariton, who is your favorite character in the book? My favorite character is Gilbert, which is the chief of... William's village, his son? Yeah, son. He's really nice to William during the entire windmill project and even before that. During the project, he gives him money for a lot of components that he needs, like batteries and dynamos. and He also, which is really crazy, he's so nice that he lets, he lets William dig out Gilbert's father, which is the chief of the village, his pipe underneath his shower because they need the PVC material to construct the windmill. Okay, um, one of my favorite characters would be William, the main character, because I think he is really inventive and I like his curiosity. I think he's nice and determined and optimistic and doesn't give up. Who's one of your other favorite characters? I think William's father, because he stays with William the whole time, and sometimes even though William's mother doubts him, William's father will always be with him, and throughout the Windmill Project, he would really be really supportive of him, and he was the one of the most proud when William fin- finally finished the windmill. Moving on, what's your favorite part of the book? Would you like to read an excerpt from that part? Mr. Clariton will. So this is where William's cousin Jeffrey is working in the fields, 
and he comes back for a periodic visit, and he tells William about something. He says, you can get rid of this chain problem if you use a belt. They use them on the mill, and they never fail. This was great news. A pulley was just what I needed, so William is saying this, to increase the tension between the front and back sprockets, which was the reason the chain kept flying off the windmill. And unlike a chain, a belt didn't have troublesome cogs that constantly required grease, which I had long run out of. Going to the scrapyard, I was easily able to find two pulleys from an old water-pumping engine. I used a piece of heavy steel and hammered at them for several hours, snapping their cotter pins and sliding them off the machine. But the center hole of the larger pulley was too big for my shock absorber shaft to fit. I had to weld it alongside the sprocket itself. These days, Mr. Godston, the welder, no longer made fun of me. Whenever he saw me holding these random pieces, he just smiled his, his torch. Tell me where. Smiled his torch? Fired up his torch. <laughs> Tell me where to burn you, he said. No. <laughs> Tell me where, he said. Mr. Godston even let me use his grinder to flatten out all the sharp tears teeth on the sprocket until its edges were smooth. I felt like sweet revenge watching them reduced to nothing under a shower of sparks. This is all for my scars, I shouted. Okay, so thank you, Mr. Clariton, for that excerpt. Now we're going to talk about why both of us would recommend the book. What, why would you recommend the book, Mr. Clariton? I would recommend it because it shows that even in the heart of Africa, where there's no science, there's no input and output with the rest of the world, you can still read books and learn, and you can overcome all these things, and you can be a very good scientist or anything. One of the reasons I like this book is that it shows no matter where you come from or who you are or what your background is, you can accomplish great things, whether you're, you're a poor farmer from Malawi or whether you're a high-class businessman from America. We can all do amazing things if we just have the materials to accomplish them. Okay, now we're going to talk a little bit about the author. William Kamkwamba was born in 1987 and originally went to school at Wimbe Primary before transferring to Kachikolo Secondary but dropping out for the lack of fees. He graduated Dartmouth College in 2014 and founded the Moving Windmills Project which helps rural towns and cities in Africa. Some of their newest projects are building a school windmill for Wimbe Primary and helping buy books for the his village library. You can help donate to these at his website, williamkamkwamba.com. There are also a bunch of other goals that he is currently working towards. Okay, now on to the question of the episode. If you were in William's situation at a certain point, in the middle of a famine with barely any food, not in school, and trying to find something to do, what would you have done? You can comment on our SoundCloud page or email the answer to bookmees at gmail.com. That's B-O-O-K-M-E-E-S-E at G-M-I-I-L dot C-O-M. I'm your host, Mr. Waffles, and guest, Mr. Clariton. Thanks for listening, and make sure to subscribe. We'll come out with another episode shortly.